Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Coming up today, we've got must-hear music with Billboard's deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch. As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, and we sure hope that you do, you can subscribe to us on iTunes so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So today on Must Hear Music, Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Taylor Swift, NERD, and Miguel. And you know what? NERD is actually back with their first single in, I think, seven years, and they brought along a rather famous friend to help them out, Rihanna. Um, so as we do at the top of Must Hear Music, and also on Coming Around Again, if you've been listening to our various pop shop shows, we usually throw a fun chart stat at the top of the show before we head into the proper podcast. So here's a fun fact about NERD on the charts. Even though they charted four albums on the Billboard 200, with two of them hitting the top 10, they never notched a single entry on the Billboard Hot 100. That seems crazy, right? But it would seem that all of that could change with their new single, but we'll have to wait and see. But until then, let's get into it on Must Hear Music. All right. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? You you introduced Lindsay first. I know. Well, wow. it's because you were Whoa. close wow. to 20 minutes late. Wow. So, uh, so she gets... I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's why she gets the, the first nod. Yeah. That's how it works it. from now on. Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we got some some good stuff. You know, usually we just kind of deliver like crap, mediocre. Let's be honest, like, yeah. just, just kind of just nonsense. We got the goods this oh, time. Yeah. Uh, we got new Taylor song, NERD featuring Rihanna, Woo. Um, Miguel Pinegrove, and 
What else do we got? Oh, and then Lindsay's Lindsay's <laughs> indie picks. Uh, oh yeah, Tom, Lindsay's indie corner in the indie corner. Oh, I love uh, that. Tom Mish and Yeji. And uh, yeah, so let's let's dive in with what I, I guess is I thought it would be uh, universally celebrated, but oh, it seems goodness. like it's so going to be going to be a fight here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not bring a, a knife to this gunfight. Wow. Um, we're talking about Taylor Swift's new song, "Call It What You Want." Uh, I mean, I guess I, I don't want to get well. You know, whatever. Okay. So I I think it's great. I actually love this. I think okay. of the new four new songs. I like gorgeous the best. Agreed. This second best. Um, the synths in the background remind me kind of a little Wildest Dreams, which is one of my favorite songs on 1989. Sure. I think it has a great, like, low-key electronic pop grounding, um, a little of that kind of, like, skittering Antonoff beat in the background. I think the lyrics uh, are some of the best we've heard from this new round of hers. What? No, what? I think it's great. Oh, 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 I like to hear it. the same song is my yeah, question. I yes, like, yes, we did. I feel like, did you listen, did you listen to this one? I feel like... The, the line brought a knife to a gunfight. I could see someone being like, yeah, oh, that's, that's a little that's cliche. Like the, that's like the best one in there. But <laughs> I like all the liars are calling me one. And then nobody's heard from me in months. And I'm doing better than I ever was. Like, I think that's like kind of a nice revealing, like quick, succinct. I'll agree with that. One. Like her both calling out the situation in a very indirect way. The whole like Kanye, Kim, Katie, whoever else people have pitted her against. Mm-hmm. Um, but then putting, <clears throat> basically, like, you know, filling us in very quickly and briefly, um, and in a way that's pretty emotional, too, about, like, you know, she t- took some time out of the public eye, and now she feels better than ever before. Like, it's but, her, uh, like, acknowledging it and dismissing it. Right. And listen, however you come down on it, whether you're, like, annoyed with her or not, like, I think it's just, like, strong songwriting. But like, just, gets it across real fast. One of the things fast. that bothers me is, yes, yeah, so if she stayed going in that direction, I think I would have liked this song better, but then... Yet again, somehow it ends it like it's about a guy, and I'm like, wait, but what? Like you're doing better. Like talk about yourself for a minute, you know. And she then, likes this guy. I don't know. She, she likes every guy. I just what's wrong with that? Why can't she do like? She can like guys? all the guys, but in terms of her music, I mm-hmm. I wanted to take a different direction. Okay, so that, that that's, that's one of my many issues. Okay, well, what are the other? So anyway, so I I yeah. really like it. I think it's great. I've listened to it several times already. Um, wow. What do you guys hate about it, though? Let's let's move in musically. What what do you not enjoy about this? The lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> I said musically. <laughs> I know, but I just had to get that in there once okay. more. Um, I actually don't even remember what it sounds like musically because I was very hung up on. It's kind of like, no offense, I feel like it was like amateur hour with her lyrics. She's like his initial on a gold chain, like mm-hmm. not because not because he owns me, but like he knows me. <laughs> I think that's the exact yeah. lyric. That yeah. is something this to that is, yeah. Here's the thing. I think that outside of the context of this album and what, where Taylor's at, I think that I would view this a little less critically. But, mm-hmm. like, at, you know, basically after, like, turning into, like, this dark, like, villainous character, like, and embracing the snake iconography, mm-hmm. and then, like, three songs later going... All the drama queens taking swings, all the jokers dressing up as kings. Like you can't, like you can't say, like you can't it have that messaging. Ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like and then yeah, like yeah, she brought a knife to a gunfight, and like you know, it's just like it sounds you know, like a very old Taylor thing to do. I expected the new Taylor yeah, to the, show up with a gun. All the liars are calling yeah. me one. Like, look, I get that this is a different facet. Like, she's returning to the hurt that she felt last year before mm-hmm. she 
kind of developed this thicker skin. But within the context of this project or and what we've heard of it, it it just doesn't resonate as as. I mean, it's it's hollow to me. Like that's what mm-hmm. it is, and 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 it's nothing against the song musically, and nothing against like I think Taylor Swift is one of the the greatest songwriters of this century. I honestly do, and I, but I think that this is literally like yeah, having her cake and eating it too. And it, I like here's my thing. I can't f- feel like I for look what you made me do. Um, I I actually kind of like that. I kind of like that point of view on that song, and 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 we've talked about it. How mm-hmm. like I appreciate the fact that she's trying different things, but I can't feel bad for her in this song if if that's what she's doing. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I don't know. It just like it it this is totally lost in me. I mean, I think those are all those are all fair points. I hear those. I mean, I don't. I certainly don't feel bad for her. I mean, she's. Also a very, at the end of the day, she's a very rich person, started out rich and just got richer. So I'm certainly not going to like be crying too many tears over Taylor Swift's heartbreak. But I think just in terms of music and like, I think it's very enjoyable. I think it's a return to um, the more, the 1989 side of things, which I I actually do like, look what what you made me do. But I prefer, I prefer her to stay a bit away from that and hear more 1989. So I'm happy to hear that on this song. Yeah, I think part of the problem for me is that there's so much emphasis on the lyrics here. Like, there's, it's, the production's definitely dialed back to mm-hmm. the sense that you, it focuses you, it focuses on every single line and getting her point across. And if you really don't like that, that point, then yeah, the, the song's just not going to work. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, the one thing I'll say is that the album isn't here yet. So, like, I think there's a possibility that it has, like, a through, like, a oh, narrative totally. arc work. Yeah. Yeah. where it kind of makes sense, where you kind of go on a journey of her, like, from hurt to then, like, biting yeah. back and embracing the snake, yada, mm-hmm. yada. That's a possibility. We don't know that yet. I, like, I, 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 I just want to say that, like, in the debate between you and Lindsay, like, Lindsay absolutely won. <laughs> like. This is my best podcast yeah, ever. This is, first you get introduced first. I know. Now you win against Joe. Unequivocally. <laughs> I don't, yeah, no, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, well, let's listen to it. So Taylor Swift's Call It What You Want. Um, get one out of three uh, thumbs up, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately. Aww. All right, well, let's listen to it. Loves me like I'm brand new. Alright, that was New Taylor. That is the fur or excuse me, the fourth song we've heard from Reputation, which will be out by the time we do the next podcast, which is very exciting and also kind of frightening because who knows when it's gonna who knows what will happen yeah i mean I, I really i'm certainly for this album like i could see it going either way i could see me being like oh this is kind of disappointing and cringeworthy or like yeah. just like totally falling for it i have a feeling i'm probably gonna like it more than more than a lot of people but i don't know we'll see 
All right. Um, well, let's let's move along to uh, Jason pick. Uh, N.E.R.D. featuring Rihanna. The song is oh, called yeah. Lemon. Yeah, so so N.E.R.D. Um, I was never like a huge N.E.R.D. fan. I was actually... Oh, I loved... I or, like, that first album is one of my very favorites. Really? Like of that year, like 2001, I think yeah. it was. Loved that very album. Cool, very cool project. I was actually talking to them. Uh, talking to them. I was not talking to mm-hmm. N.E.R.D. I was talking to someone <laughs> else in the Billboard office yesterday about N.E.R.D. and the fact that I was like, I think I would probably like N.E.R.D. more if it wasn't like the sixth best thing Pharrell's done. <laughs> I kind of disagree with that, but we can we can discuss later. Well, of course we're not. Well, we can. Discuss I think right I think now. In Search of is like better than any solo Pharrell album by far. Like it's just it's a, it's like like classic, really. Yeah. I think. Well, again, agree to disagree, <laughs> but no, I I think that this is this is like a very fun reintroduction to me. The song sounds less of like less like a an actual song and more like an oh shit rihanna just sent this amazing rap verse like yeah. we have to build something around it like that's kind of what it sounds like to me i'm not mad at that like they made a they made a song to give that amazing verse a platform um that's all you really need to do so yeah i, de- I definitely enjoy it um it's good to have it's good to have those guys back and this, it was a surprise that they came back right well they're 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 performing at uh complexes oh, festival complex con? yeah complex con okay. which actually might have already happened by the time people are hearing this mm-hmm. podcast but so we knew something <laughs> was going on with n-e-r-d yeah. but yeah we did not expect a rihanna collaboration yeah. for sure i um I, the one note i'll add is i do kind of wish like i'm kind of ready for a new rihanna album like she has this song she had the uh, wild thoughts, obviously. Now I'm just like, ah, like I'm. We're probably not going to get a Rihanna album until next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. But uh, I'm fine with ready. Rihanna features for now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they've all been good. Yeah, it's true. But <clears throat> but I would always enough. welcome a Rihanna album. Yeah. What'd you guess? What'd you guys think of of uh, NERD Rihanna? This song is just what? like a jam. Like you listen to it and you're like. That was a little like a little dance move for yeah. those who can't that really, see. That really, that really was effective on a podcast. I like that a lot. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's so catchy. But I pointed out to Joe, it reminds me a lot of um, WTF, the Missy Elliott song. Oh, okay. That came I out, can see that. Yeah, like the beat is super similar, and that I think that's Pharrell's stamp on both of them. Yeah. So that was interesting. But yeah, cool. I love the song. Joseph. I think it's great. Yeah, I love the um, the sample or the spoken part, spoken word part at the beginning. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Yeah. Um, good little line there. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. You know, it's one of those, I could totally see it being like, oh, shit, we got this incredible Rihanna feature. Like, we need to build something around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is good. I mean, like, you know, like, they're obviously Pharrell and Chad Hugo, like, their forces combined. Like, that's magic. The, uh... Um, you know, I think they do a good job of kind of keeping the music pretty minimal. It's this, um, kind of like very like plinky echoey beats that reminds me of, um, you know, that seventies song called popcorn by the group hot butter. What? It's one, anyways, it's one of the first electronic songs sure. on the charts. Um, it's, it's very kind of like, it's basically like electronic synths that like are made to imitate the sound of popping popcorn. It's, nice. very, it's great. It's a fantastic wow. song. Um, that it kind of reminds me of that. These kind of like plinky, like mm-hmm. um, very echoey things. Just to repeat myself. Um, but anyways, and the other thing that I just thought of, which is crazy, is that when 
the first NERD album dropped, the one that I'm standing for so hard, Rihanna would have been but 13 years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's pretty crazy. But yeah, um, I think it's good though. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, the Rihanna verse is incredible. Yeah, I think the song is solid. Otherwise, I'm there for it. Cool. Let us listen to it. So it's NERD featuring Rihanna. Song is called yeah, Lemon. It's just your eyes get acidic, and this ain't a scrimmage. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. I told you we won't stop. A nigga by the business. Like young, which is grinning. Way below to the top. All right, next up, let's do uh, the Lindy pick. Uh, is it indie corner time? It's it's indie time. Oh, yeah. Indie <laughs> corner. I need a theme song. With Lindsay. And there I have All it. All right, there yeah, you I go. That, but if I had to re- I wouldn't put that song on the Mustard Music what? podcast, honestly. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I think it could make maybe uh, Alt in Our Stars. Or no, wait, oh. what is it called now? Alt Nation. Alternative Facts. Alternative Facts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, anyways, so uh, so Yeji. So yep. this is, we were talking about this earlier today. Uh, do you want you want to take it away? Song called song's called Rain Girl, but let's, uh, let's yes. let you intro this. Um, so she is from South Korea, from Seoul. I don't know how, I think she might be 21 actually, but... She's just, like, this incredible house artist who puts out – this is her – I think it's her second EP. It's called EP2. Maybe you it's misleading. Think, yeah. What, um, if it, what, if it, what if it wasn't her second EP? Then That's she happened. fooled me. The, the second wow. Traveling Wilburys album was called Traveling Wilburys Volume 3. So oh, you're right. These things point. happen. There's precedent, guys. Well – I guess I should check after this. But regardless, the music is great. It has a passion fruit cover on there. But this song, I think this is probably the most popular off of it. And I think it's it's super catchy. And just seeing like a really a really great EP from a female house artist is kind of rare. And she seems to be getting the recognition she deserves, which I'm really happy about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm not even a huge like house music fan because I think it can be hypnotic in a way that's a bit dull in a way. Um Oh, yeah. Lindsay going after an entire genre of music. <laughs> Just because I don't do well with like super repetitive. And you're from Chicago, so I know where it originated. For you, yeah, exactly. This is I disgusting. Know. Um but this one kept me pretty captivated the whole time. Wow. Um do you want to talk, Jason? Yeah, no, I, I don't really have much to add. I I'll I'll try to think of like other full genres to denigrate in the, in the meantime. <laughs> I already did that for us. <laughs> um, no, this is awesome. Yeah, we I, I had not heard of, of this artist before today, so I'm all about it. Like and I I love house music. Like I'm 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 very happy to kind of tell Lindsay to talk to the hand when it comes to she's she doesn't do you did Do I get that reference? Yeah. Oh my god <laughs> No, I have never heard of Talk to the Hand. Please explain. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Remember There's when a that was a three-month period in the 90s, Lindsay, when <laughs> yeah. everyone was talking to the hand? I feel like that, to, to derail this for a minute, I feel like Talk to the Hand happened in the exact same three months that fat with the PH was a thing. Like, that's fat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So was it Not one that. hand people were talking to? <laughs> yeah, How did this you work? would do this. Well, well I, you can't see it on the podcast. But it, I feel like I feel like Fat may have preceded it. You think so? But it was. I think it definitely had a lot of overlap with all that in a bag of potato chips. Oh yeah, those that was another one. Tart with juggling those two phrases. Yeah, at the same I just. Time. I wow, just rem- what a time. Yeah, I just remember like one time, my like me and my sister and my mom and our mom were at the mall, and my sister like saw some article of clothing was like that's fat and my mom was like don't say that <laughs> and my sister was like no old person you don't understand ph fat like oh, man. anyway um what were we talking about oh yeah house know. music yeah yeah so um <laughs> that derailed fast <laughs> uh yeah this this was awesome i this was the kind of this was the kind of song that like makes me really want to dive deep on on this artist's yeah uh, totally music i really enjoyed it yeah, I I liked it. I mean, I I like house. I don't share Lindsay's disdain. Yeah. Nice. Um, I didn't mean to come off that harsh. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I like that it you know it's it's up tempo, but it kind of has like um, a little chill vibe to it too. Um, I mean, I, one thing I will say is I'm very curious. Yeah, because I, I I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of her until today, so I'm yeah. curious to listen to more. Um, I listened to the Passion Fruit cover; it seemed great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the the breathy speak sing like vaguely rap style but not really like it, i'll be honest it reminded me of kitty pride in a way that i was mm, like oh cool which you know and i actually like d- like didn't d- entirely dismiss kitty pride unlike most people but it, it, it did give me pause where i was kind of like huh this is this reminds me of something that many people ridiculed um but Aww. i don't think it's well no people did i mean yeah, kitty pride was true. a not respected artist and i actually saw her live and i thought it was a pretty good show i think she actually had um, an aesthetic that was interesting, <laughs> but no, but I, but I like this and it, it makes me curious to hear more. So yeah. I'm glad that this pick made us bring us, bring up fat as well as Kitty pride. <laughs> I, although I should say, I think she dropped the pride. I think it's yeah, just, just Kitty. kitty now, yeah. So but if you say Kitty, no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, so exactly. anyways, it doesn't really All matter. Right. So let's listen to it. Uh, Yeji, Rain Girls, the song, and here it is. That was Lindsay's Indie Corner. Indie Corner. <laughs> beautiful. That was quite beautiful. Um, speaking of Lindsay's uh, bona fides, oh. uh, she just got 
little little knowledge here for you listeners. What? Portugal the man oh. sent Lindsay a <laughs> oh. cake, which is insane because Felix still is like their big breakthrough hit, and mm-hmm. they sent a cake, and it was like because she's written about them endlessly and interviewed them, Every like day. actually not joking, probably like three times, yeah. right? Yeah, just about <clears throat> within a year. It was so. ten times, but. Perfect. Yeah. Weekly check-in. Uh, and they <laughs> sent her a cake, and we're like, thanks, Linz. We couldn't have done it without you. They didn't say Linz, but... Yeah, it would have been better if they did. Yeah. I didn't I didn't tell you this, but you got the cake on Monday, and a mm-hmm. couple hours later, I recorded the Pop Shop podcast with Keith, uh-huh. and I mentioned that you got a oh cake, my God. and Keith, like, didn't know what to do with that information. He was just like... <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. What? Oh, okay. You're saying he didn't care yeah, about no, my Portugal the man? he didn't care. He was definitely, like, confused and, like, happy for you, maybe. Thanks, Keith. It was great. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Well, I'm glad no the offense. cake has not been mentioned on two podcasts <laughs> yeah. here. We need to get it on everyone. It wasn't good cake, though. No, the, no it like, was really bad. I thought it was better. Ugh, oh, I know the guys you. listened to this, so I'm sorry. It was appreciated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the it's 100% the thought good. that counts, but... Um, wow. Anyways, though, so so moving right along, though. Does Portugal the man really listen to this podcast? Yeah, John and I talk about it after. What? The time. Yeah, first hey, name basis. Hey, Portugal the man. Cool. They don't. They, they give don't me notes. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Okay. Let's move on, guys. Talk about some music, okay? Okay. Wow. Um. So Miguel, one of my picks, Miguel's new song "Told You So" from upcoming album Ooh. "War and Leisure." Oh um, yeah. Which we in the new issue of Billboard have a, a really great uh, interview with him, feature talking about his new album, where he's at, um, kind of, you know, basically still doing his like kaleidoscopic R and B boner jams, but making them yep. a little bit more politically pointed. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I, I like this new song. I mean, it, it's not like it's in terms of like a lead single. This isn't like something you're gonna be like. He's gonna. He's. This will be his breakthrough radio hit. But like. It's a great, like, I like it. It relies on this very, like, 80s um, beat, and, you know, his sensual falsetto is just irreplaceable. Like, it always sounds good. Um, and he's got those psychedelic guitars in the background. Like, it's, it's a pretty familiar song, maybe a little more beat-heavy for him, but, like, a totally solid, enjoyable number. Um, what did you guys think? Oh, I really like this, and we, yeah, we just had a big profile mm-hmm. on Miguel. Um in in billboard magazine yeah i mean the the cool thing is that um kaleidoscope dream from 2012 is like an amazing album and had those singles that those breakthrough singles um with wild heart um he definitely went a little left to center he wanted to get a little bit more experimental um i think that some of those songs worked and some of them didn't i think that even he would admit that Mm. and this seems like a course correction um in the sense that like he's kind of back to being like you know pointed in in terms of his lyrics but but in terms of sound like definitely a little bit more streamlined so yeah this is an awesome song i think that's fair but i did love wild heart i think that was a great album yeah i mean i i think it's it's a really polarizing album i definitely like it more than i dislike it um like pitchfork loved that album most R and B fans did not love that album. Yeah, and well, definitely, there's a lot of guitar on it. Yeah, so and pretty throwback style guitar. But yeah. uh, what did you think, Lindsay, of this new Miguel? I I really like it. Um, I've heard some of the album; it's all amazing. This this one didn't stand out to me of them, but listening to it on its own since what this is like the first one officially released, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, it's great. I really like the funky backbeat. As you said, he sounds great as always. Um, this is I don't think this is the best example of how political the album is mm-hmm. 
So that will be cool as it comes out more. This is more the leisure side yes, than yes, the war. Yes, totally. Yeah. The war tracks are just people screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good 20 minutes of that. And it's it's, it's just, great. It's, it's real just the last half hour of Dunkirk. That's, <laughs> yeah. half, that's yeah. half of the album. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. one movie that I've seen. <laughs> wow. I once get a reference to a movie. Dunkirk is great. I didn't yeah. see it. Oh, I, know, on, I don't get man. to the, the theaters that much these days. <laughs> is, there any good, is there anything good out now? We don't I have really, to talk about this on the podcast. Just real quick, I want to see Lady Bird or Lady Girl or... Ladybird. Is it called Ladybird? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lady girl. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. All right. Anyways. Let's listen to some so, Miguel. Yeah. So Miguel told you so, and here it is. Oh, baby. Every pleasure your taste has its price, That was the new Miguel. Um, and next up, you know, we're ribbing Lindsay for her indie corner. But, you know, realistically, Jason picked yeah, Pine Grove. Jason's so, indie corner. So let's, let's talk about, uh, let's take a swing over to Jason's indie corner. All right. The song's Pine Grove Intrepid. Yeah, so Pine Grove, um, a band that, that really broke out in the past 12 months or so. Uh, their album. Are you guys like familiar with their their album Cardinal? Like I I love that album. A I think bit, it's incredible. Yeah, just a little bit. I'm mostly familiar with people from Stereo Gum talking about it constantly. <laughs> and Chris Payne. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Payne does wear a Pine Grove shirt. A I know too often. Pine Grove because of Chris Payne. Well, and they're also their Jersey, right? So yeah. I so like, yeah. yeah. Um, they come from Montclair, New Jersey. You two might have been Woo-hoo! at a uh, a, co- a, a band uh, a cover cover bar cover band bar within Montclair. Um, Just Jakes. You could have seen you could have seen them. Shout out to Just Jakes in Montclair, New Jersey. Um, yeah, so uh, this new song seems to be previewing their their first uh, their first project since Cardinal and it, it, it kind of falls in line with the rest of Cardinal and but it's also, you know, them doing what they do best, which is uh, making this kind of jangly, like mm-hmm. yelpy um, kind of rugged indie rock um, that is just excellent to hear live. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have that much to say about this uh, aside from like it's great to have them back. I think that this is like a good um, good segue into the next project, hopefully. Um, and I haven't heard anything from them uh, other than this uh, coming up. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really happy to have them back. I'm not too familiar with them, but is this a little bit more down-tempo than what they normally do? Uh yeah, a little bit. Okay. Although there there are definitely moments of their album that that take their time and are, are really slowly paced. Okay. Yeah, because the one I saw them at some festival and it seemed like a little bit more rock than what this sounds like to me. But yeah. that being said, I I mean I loved this and I think the singer sounded great on it too. There you go, Joseph. Um yeah, I like this. Um. I should probably, I mean, given how much everyone's talking about it, I should spend more time with that album. But yeah. um, I like it. I mean, one thing I would say, the thing that stood out to me is I, I like how the, um, like, the keys kind of play against the guitar riffs. Like, they're they're not really moving in tandem. They're kind of playing against yeah. each other. I like sonic dissonance. I think mm-hmm. that's always interesting. Um, 
but yeah, and you know, it's it's obviously very like you you know the the delivery is very heartfelt. This is you know yet another one of those Jersey hard on sleeve rock outfits, although perhaps a little more experimental than the ones that yeah. we usually associate with hard on sleeve Jersey what, rock. What's really great about Pine Grove is you know we talked about lyrics with Taylor Swift, like the their their lyrics really speak in a way that that is really like evocative and yeah. and you get this kind of they always are are really smart in terms of setting like uh, of of developing a setting in their songs and yeah i i just like i think that's really why they've been able to cross over um because they have these kind of um lyrical nuggets that immediately stick out um so yeah i i i think that like i could see them becoming like a a very big deal over the next couple of years. I think that mm-hmm. if I'm assuming neither of you guys have ever seen them live, um, um, only at a festival. She just said she saw them. Yeah. So. Oh, great. at a festival. He wasn't okay. listening. It's fine. No, I <laughs> yeah. was. Come on. Yeah. But they, but they, they do like even at a festival show. Um, they, they definitely like. Uh, they, they revel in this kind of fandom that is super extreme. Yeah, it was. Yeah, sure. very Jersey yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Fun yeah. fact about their live show, they had, when I saw them, um, a stuffed animal sloth on stage with them. Wow. And it happens to be the same one that I own. Wow. <laughs> so, Can we talk for 30 seconds about why you love sloths so much? What is not to love about that adorably cute, slow-moving creature <laughs> that yelps every time it tries to climb something? Wow. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You didn't even need 30 seconds. Yeah. Boom. 10 second. Um, <laughs> all right. So Pine Grove, Intrepid. Um, let's listen to it. That was a new Pine Grove song. Uh, as Jason said, they have a lot of lyrical nuggets, or as I like to call them, pine nuggets. Oh, that's um, not even good. That's not even a joke. That makes it's sense. not even. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, all right, last and mm. honestly, probably least, um, Tom Mish, <laughs> Lindsay's song. Wait, we're so we're going back to Lindsay's indie corner. Yes, yeah. Uh, the song's called Movie, and appropriately enough, it begins with an old movie sample, which I mm-hmm. couldn't place. Which is Me crazy because I basically only watch TCM. I don't know <laughs> how I don't know what this is from, but um, anyway, so it's, you'll figure it's, it out. it's Tom Mish. Um, why don't you talk about it? Because I'm not super familiar with this guy. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with him either. But I'd heard a bunch of my friends talk about him, so I decided to check him out, and then noticed that he had a new song out today and an album coming in April. So the timing worked out well there. But yeah, he's just like a London singer songwriter for the most part. Definitely indie. Um, but this song is just really cool to me. I love the electric guitar that Joe and I were describing earlier. Like when you hear it, you just, you know, whoever's playing that is leaning back with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. It's totally <laughs> feeling the moment. Um, That's awesome. But it's just really nice. It complements his voice really well. And then there's a great piano portion at the end. That's really pretty. I just think instrumentally, this is something that sort of stood out to me. I like I do like the production when the backup uh, vocals kick in. I thought it sounded great. Mm-hmm. It is a good neo so excuse me neo soul <laughs> groove that I yeah. like. But one thing I will say is that actually the guitar for me. Oh, you don't like it? 
it kind of reminds me of like a mall version of a sexy guitar. Just like Ooh. you could almost yeah. see that in like a little bit of an advert, like the advertisement version of like sexy R&B guitar. Like it, it didn't totally convince know. Malls me. Malls are sexy, man. Come on. It's true. Uh, yeah. What? Um. Anyways, but that, that was my, so not like, I'm not dismissing it at all, but like it definitely that, okay. like, I was like, I don't know if I'm totally buying this. Like a little generic, would you say or no? A little cheesy, maybe. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. But Sorry, I like Tom. I like this more than you. Me and Lindsay are on the same, on page, the same today. page today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe looks so hurt. Wow. <laughs> just starting to cry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Joe is is he's moved away from the mic and now he's just sobbing. Um, no, <laughs> you finish this podcast without me. <laughs> I got to go. This reminded me. Have you guys uh, explored the Nick Hakim album? Oh, yes. Yeah. I like kinda, it. Yeah. Kind of reminds me a little bit mm-hmm. of that. Um. Right? Am I? Yeah. Am I no, I, I like him a lot. I didn't, that, that's I didn't a think about good that. comparison. Okay, yeah. you guys both gave me like a weird look. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking of I like I feel like his is a little more sophisticated, honestly, okay. than this. But I'd agree with that. But I can see that was a good comparison, though. Yeah. It's cool. a solid album, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, li- I like this. I think I thought it was like a little slow moving. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I kind of like the overall vibe. I wasn't I wasn't put off by by the guitar at all. So. All right. Well, let's let's listen to let's some of that guitar and let you decide. <laughs> yeah. You the listener at home. Um, all right. So it's Tom Mish, which is uh, M-I-S-C-H. Um, oh, and I suppose we should have spelled uh, Yeji before, too. Oh, yeah. Curious listeners. It's Throw that in. Y-A-E-J-I. Um, anyway, so Tom Mish movie. Uh, here it is. Such a sentimental way to groove. I hope it still touches you Baby, come back to me Come back to me It kills me to see you leave So I came home and made this beat Baby, come back to me Come back to me Remember me Alright, that was Mish. That was Mish Movie. Um, Kind of a mishmash a little bit. Wow. Disgusting. I disgust myself. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all we have. Um, I'm going to guess let you guys go listen to music together, and I'll probably just like close myself up in a closet and, you know, rock back and forth for oh. a while. As you do every Friday. Yeah. So basically, it's happening yeah, earlier my normal today. Friday activity. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what else am I going to do? I right? don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you for listening. If you have any recommendations, please tweet them at us. Um, and yeah, next time I guess we'll be back with Taylor's Reputation album. Yeah. And what is there anything else big coming out next week? I think that's the big one. Yeah, who would who would want to go up against her? Yeah. A fool. A Only fool. a fool. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh and I hope you have a great week. Bye guys. Right. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.